Today on the Relationship Revival Show, I'm joined by Anthony Crescenzo. Anthony is a first-generation Italian-American stand-up comedian who married a first-generation Greek woman in the middle of the pandemic. He's 10 years older than his wife, and they still live with his mom. He owned the Devil's Den Comedy Club in Newark, New Jersey, which closed down right after housing his first hour-long comedy special, Pinball, which is available on YouTube as of March 29th. You're listening to the Relationship Revival Podcast with John DeBach, also known as Mr. Spirituality. That's me. I'm your host giving you insights and guidance from over 10 years in the field of this amazing journey we call romance. On this show, I go over everything you need to know about how to get into a relationship, how to get the most out of a relationship, and sometimes even how to gracefully end a relationship without pulling your hair out and going crazy. And occasionally, I'm even joined by new and old friends who are also relationship experts to bring you guidance and wisdom with new perspectives. Thanks for stopping by. Anthony Crescenzo, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? After a lot of the different interviews we have that can sometimes get real serious, I thought, you know what? Let's get a comedian on here who knows firsthand what it's like to to kind of vent about his relationship. And I loved your, you know, you you are living with your mom with a woman who's Greek and you're Italian. And so mm-hmm. you guys got married during the pandemic. Did I get that right? Yeah, we did. How long were you guys dating for? We're dating, I think, uh, okay, here's my whole thing. If I'm with you and it's been 18 months and I haven't asked you to marry me, I'm not going to. Um, so it was, <laughs> it was, I think, right at that 18-month mark. Uh, she knew it was coming. Like she, yeah. I, I know for a fact that she knew it was coming because she bought the ring on Amazon. So she definitely knew it was coming. She uh, bought her own ring? No, no, no. She bought her ring with my credit card. Uh <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not big on the whole surprise thing. So um, nice. yeah, I was like, all right, we're going to do this. And then I, you know, I did the whole traditional thing of like asking her dad for the hand in marriage, but he doesn't speak English specifically well. So um, I just <laughs> went to him, I was like, terrible. Like, <laughs> you want, uh, like, you know, your daughter and I have been together. Um, I want to marry her. You know that, right? And then he just looked at me for a minute and they just talked to me for like 45 minutes, but I didn't understand anything he said. And then he gave me a hug. So I was like, I think that means yes. I think that means it's okay. <laughs> did he show up to the wedding? That's usually the good sign. He did. Right? He did. Uh, he even yeah. showed up to the engagement party, which was uh, the two of us uh, at the wrong place. Cause I listened to my mom. Uh, yeah. We were supposed to do it six flags. Cause yeah, we go to Six Flags like all the time, and my mom was like, "You're not doing your your engagement at Six Flags. Like, you're not going to ask her at Six Flags." And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." She goes, "We're going to a restaurant." And I went, "We?" She's like, "Oh yeah, we." And I went, "Okay." So we wound up going to a restaurant, and uh, if you know anything about Greek people, uh, you know that they're late all the time for everything. But uh, their Easter is two weeks behind. Like everything is late. So what wound up happening was they were late and then we got there and I got nervous. Stupid me puts a napkin on my lap because I'm like, oh, this is a nice place. So let me put a napkin on my lap. And then I didn't realize that uh, two hours later, this napkin was going to fall. And when it fell, I picked it up. Like I went down to my one knee because that's what you would normally do. And I looked up and I was like, oh, no. 
all right, I guess we're doing this. Because her mom was like, <gasps> and my mom was like, <gasps> and she was like, <gasps> and I was like, oh. all right. And I turned around and I grabbed the ring out of my mom's purse because that's where I put it. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and she goes, let me see that box. I know it says Amazon on it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I <laughs> how did it go? Uh, Georgia, I have no idea how to say your last name. We, can we do this? And she's like, give me the ring. <laughs> like, okay. It was just, like, I'm, like I'm that engagement. Things. It sounds like that engagement had training wheels on it. <laughs> it was. like I li- li- Her mother recorded the whole thing because as soon as I got down, everyone just expected it. And I was like, okay. Uh, well, I was going to do it anyway. Might as well do it now. Uh, but the weirdest part was like, as we're going through all this, like I really just said to her, I don't know how to do this. I have never done this before. And she goes, neither have I. Just give me the break. I was like, okay. <laughs> she sounds like a strong personality. <laughs> yeah, she, she's good. She just, she knew it was like, it's going to be a train wreck. And the problem is, it's all on him for this particular thing. <laughs> and I am not the guy you want to be all in ever. All the time she's like, okay. Yeah, are you that kind of guy that just screws things up? Why do you say that about yourself? I am. I, I just I think I'm trying hard enough. I really do. And I'm always like, all right, I gotta give in a little bit more. I gotta I gotta work a little bit harder. And then I try to work a little bit harder. And it's not her, it's any partner ever. Um, you think you could do better? And I'm like, I, I know you could do better, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I know, I know that's what's sad. I'm like, all right. So that I'll, I'll just go through everything and eventually I'll just be like, Hey, this isn't working. And they'll be like, what, what, why? And I'm like, you can obviously do better than me. Um, this isn't working. And we didn't get to that point with her. So, um, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm in good standings for right now. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Eventually, she's just going to be like, "You have another oh. comedy special coming up called You Could Do Better.'" <laughs> yeah, she's actually said that to me too. She's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, "She's <laughs> like, maybe your maybe your second special, you should just talk about how you screw everything up all the time." And I'm like, "Is that what my first special was about?" She goes, "It was supposed to be, but that is not what you talked about at all." <laughs> so what's um, so what's your situation now? You're you're living at home with your with your mom or her mom? No, it's my mom, because uh, my mom has like a McMansion. So, okay, like, all right, let's we'll, we'll live over here, um, which which is nice, you know, until you're like getting all of that. Well, we gotta have a grandkid. Well, we gotta have a kid. And I'm like, when you gonna leave the house? Like, I can't with you here right now. I'm like, here's a TJ Maxx gift card. Um, <laughs> see yourself outside. Like, what? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't have. I hear a lot of people like always coming up with like those things where it's like. I, I call my mom up and be like, hey, do you want a pizza? Like, we're ordering pizza. What do you want your pizza? You know, things like that. And it's like, oh, okay, pizza is code. And we don't have that. If I tell my mom, like, hey, I'm ordering pizza. What do you want on your pizza? She'll go, why would you order pizza? There's so much food in the refrigerator. What is wrong with you? I'm like, all right, I need a new code. <laughs> the Italian mother problem, right? Yeah, Italian moms, Jewish moms, 
like everything. It, it's not just the two of us. We just we go hand in hand. But like I, I find the Greek moms are the same thing. The French yeah. moms are the same. They don't leave the house. Yeah, my mom's the same way. My Jewish mother, she has an emergency brisket in the freezer at all times, just in case. Really? More comp- yeah, more company comes over. It's fine. I'll break out the emergency brisket, <laughs> and, and you know, I am so behold, a new dinner. <laughs> It's like in case of emergency, break refrigerator. You know, it's it's she's she's always got it. She's always got it in the damn freezer, and it's come in handy a couple times when like our flights delayed and we had dinner plans. She's like, no problem, come over, I got it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, it's a thing, uh, dude. It's a so, genius move. I'm I'm like, I want brisket now. Like, what, what's up? Can I just come over by? I know. Like, is it just? Big, oh, you don't live with your mom though, so this is gonna work. <laughs> no. I have four kids. I think I, you know, it's for me, if I, if I lived with my mom, even after I got married for a day, my wife probably wouldn't have gone for it. So you found a, a keeper for sure. <laughs> well, that's what happens. You got two first generations. Like they both are under that European mindset, which is you leave when your parents kick you out, but they won't ever kick you out. And I didn't know that. Um, I tried to leave like many times. I, I had I had a job when I was younger that like I was making enough money and I could have left and then my mom's like why would you leave you don't have another house I'm like but I can go get an apartment she's like why would you waste your money in an apartment you stay here until you get married and I'm like okay and then I realized after I don't know like 10 15 years that uh, American girls will not marry you if you live with your mom like it's just <laughs> that's a deal breaker I didn't know that so you had to start like tinder swiping only on non-americans is that what was you have moved there? dude all the time like it, it was so bad like I, I would have to just go like uh i got an email from either you or your dad that apparently um i'm getting like a hundred thousand dollars i just gotta send in my uh bank requirements or whatever and then like you guys are gonna send me the money and then i send you half of it back or something like that and they're like what are you talking about i don't know uh, that that was the email that I got. It's like I'm not related to those people. I'm out. Just weird stuff all the time. Yeah, but yes, sure. I, I I I was very hesitant about ever dating a first generation, and then I finally just went. You know what? You you seem cool. And then she was like, "Oh, I'm a first gen too." And I was like, "Really?" And that was the first time I'd ever dated one. And I was like, "Oh wow, okay, this is." So this is what this is like, like somebody that actually understands what I'm going through all the time. That I didn't expect. I expected what, what all of my other family members go through, which is uh, a, a significant other who wants like everything painted in gold all the time. And that's expected. <laughs> my wife is like, I am just happy that we don't live in a shelter. Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this for right now. She's like, the only thing is we're not moving into the house that we own until we can get a toilet and a floor to put the toilet on. Because we also don't have a toilet or a floor. That's what I meant. Not the toilet. So you own a house without a floor or a toilet? Yeah. It's just in the bathroom. There's no floor. Oh, okay. It's just like raw dirt in the, in the bathroom. Yeah. So you have it, one bathroom it, okay. that's non-functional in the, in the house. Yeah. But I told her, I'm like, well, my bathroom functions. She's like, you you go in a bucket. That's not the same thing. I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, you should. Yeah. Try to get her. Done, what about before your before your wife? Did you did you have any kind of struggles dating 
before you met your current wife? Oh yeah. Like, all right. So I told my wife this, she's aware of it. I was, um, how do I say this correctly? I didn't really have what are known as morals or standards uh, when I was younger. So I would just like, you know, like if Tinder was around when I was in my 20s, I would have like just put in tons and tons of money because I would be like, this is this is the new thing. I am absolutely about this. But yeah, I dated a lot. Um, and by dated, I'm at like, I, I'd go to parties and I'd hook up with a girl and then... Um, We'd have fun like three times and then we would just be over each other because uh, we'd realize that we don't actually talk. So that How was always did fun. Get? Did, you ever, did you ever get in a relationship with someone where you didn't know their last name after a while and then you're like, hey, oh, this is kind of embarrassing? <laughs> uh, yeah, that happened. I was just talking about that yesterday with somebody. Um, all right, so there's this girl and I don't mind telling the story full outright because there's a very good chance that she doesn't know who I am uh, anymore because I wouldn't blame her. So I was dating this girl when I was a bar back. Um, and yes, I was a bar back. Not a bartender, below bartender. Um, the person that just like put stuff in for the bartender. So for whatever reason, one of the bartenders introduced me to a girl who was apparently giving really good tips. She's like the girl and the girl happened to be like, oh, that guy, who's, who's that? Like, oh, that's Anthony. It's like, all right, great. Um, is he single? Like, what's his deal? It's like, yeah, I think he is single. And she comes up to me. She's like, yeah, you're single, right? I'm like, uh, yeah, are you interested? She's like, no, but she is. And I was like, all right, cool. So like we started hanging out and I was dating her for, I don't know, somewhere between three and six months. Like it was a while. And by dating, I mean like we would just go out after the bar and, you know, have fun in a car. And <laughs> one day she told me this story. And by the way, I would, as far as I knew, her name was Tony. Tony? And yeah, so I was like, okay, Anthony's dating Tony. Whatever. It doesn't make a difference to me. Um, I made a lot of mistakes with that with that particular girl. Not not none of them her fault, all my fault. So we go, uh, you know, we're having fun one night, and then she wants to talk to me afterwards. She wants to tell me a story. I'm like, cool. And she's telling me the story about her and her boss and like what happened, and I was like, all right, cool. She's like, Yeah, so what do you think? And I went, you know, before I even give you an answer to that question, let me ask you something. You kept referencing this person, Sandra, in your story. Like, yeah. I was like, you did not tell me who Sandra is. Who is this person, Sandra? She's like, I'm Sandra. I was like, your name is Sandra? She's like, yeah. I was like, I thought your name was Tony. She's like, no, you're Tony. I'm like, no, I know who I am. Your name's Sandra? She's like, yeah. And I go, I am so sorry. I thought, I thought your name was Tony this whole time. She goes, oh, my God. No. I just thought you were so full of yourself that you just kept referring to yourself in the third person. I was like, you think I'm confident? That's amazing. No. Oh, wow. Thank you for thinking I'm that confident. She goes, oh, thank you for just saving me from this relationship. And I was like, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, sorry. That's I, bad, so, I actually <laughs> went out that same day. I thought she was Indian the whole time I was with her. Found out that day also that she was Puerto Rican. I had no idea until that, like, she told me this story. And then I was like, Sandra. And I'm like, and I'm thinking about another part of the story. I'm like, wait a minute, are you Puerto Rican? She's like, yeah. And I go, oh. 
Saying why? I kind of feel like Anthony. I kind of feel like if you were a girl, you probably would have been one of those women that had a toilet baby, not realizing you were pregnant. Like that's I with the way you tell stories. <laughs> Prom night all over again. <laughs> Luckily, you don't have a uterus. <laughs> this like what happened here? <laughs> what about online dating? Do you have more luck with any of that? No, none. Actually, okay. Here's what's crazy. Everybody I know, like they'll they do it and they're very successful with it. Their match or Planet Fish or whatever they're using, uh, Bumble, Tinder, whatever. I did not have that experience. One of my friends actually married to somebody uh, that he met online, and yeah. also divorced to that same person. But still, uh, like some of my friends have like you know good track records. So unfortunately for me, I only met one girl who was willing to date me from online dating. I. I'm trying to think of which site it was, but it doesn't matter. I once dated a girl who was like, yeah, this is cool. And I was like, all right, great. Um, we went on the date. And look, I, I was very open to anything. I'm still like, I'm whatever. I don't care. She came on. She had a wheelchair. Uh, she was she she was handy capable. Very capable. More capable than handy. Um, not that like, she couldn't hammer anything, but that's not the point. So she... Uh, she, she comes up, like, she meets me at the place, we go there, and I have never seen a handicapped person drive. I didn't know that they drive differently. I didn't know how their vehicles operate. Uh, she didn't come in like a van. It was like a regular station wagon, but the station wagon had her um, her wheelchair on top of it, and while we were out on the date, I was like, whatever, that's fine, no big deal, like, we're going to hang out. Uh, you know, I, I moved the chair out of the way, and she was like, "No, I actually wanted the chair." I was like, "What do you mean you wanted the chair?" And so she like she gets the chair, and then she like kind of wiggles herself over to the chair. I was like, "This this is great. This person, so uh, let you know what this isn't going to go anywhere, but let's have fun. Let's just have some drinks and have a good time." I knew immediately this wasn't going to work, but I didn't care. I was like, "Yeah, this will be fun." You knew because you weren't willing to date someone who had a handicap. No, actually, sorry, Mike came out. Uh, no, it had nothing to do with her being handicapable. As soon as she rolled in, I just looked at her. I was like, oh, all right, your profile picture looked different. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> not that, yes, it was the chair in her profile picture, granted, but also, like, her face looked a little different, and I was like, hmm. And everybody yeah. has that experience. Like somebody walks in oh, the room, yeah. they don't exactly look like the profile picture. Maybe it was taken five, ten years ago. Yeah. And you're like, eh, whatever. But then this happened, and I was like, all right, you know what? Let's just have a good time. Let's just have fun. We're both here anyway. I don't know. Have you ever walked out? I, I've never done this, but have you ever just walked out on a person when they came in on a date? Because I don't no. have that in me. Yeah. Okay, good. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's people that do it, but I was like, eh. You know what? There's nobody else in this restaurant. I'm gonna look really stupid, so might as well yeah. just go through with this. For sure. And then when she uh, when she came down to the like she came down, she's rolling in, and we have a couple of drinks, and then she like starts bubbling out of her teeth while she's laughing, which was adorable. I've never seen it like all the fluids are coming like out of her teeth like this, but like it's air. It, yeah, it was weird. So then at the end of the night, like you know, I'm wheeling her back to her car, and then she's like. Do you want to see it? And I was like, what? 
like how the the wheelchair gets back on. I was like, oh yeah, 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 like yeah, why not? <laughs> so all of a sudden, I okay, so this is how it goes, right? They she's like get into, she has to wiggle herself into the driver's seat, and then from the driver's seat, she has like this remote control that picks up the wheelchair, and no joke, this is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I was like, I am so happy I already decided not to date this Transformer. I think even <laughs> if I was excited, once I heard that, not even saw it, just heard it, I'm like, phone are gone now. Uh, just There was nothing I could do about it. I'm like, there's no way I could have continued this. I felt bad because I felt like I am such a shallow person. But I don't know. I, I have no idea. Is that shallow or is it just? Uh, I mean, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, listen, if you're not attracted to her, regardless of the handicapable, then yeah, for sure. But I think I think you know, being honest with yourself, some people might have like tried to continue that relationship. There was a whole episode on Curb Your Enthusiasm where he tried to like do it, and he realized I ah, can't do it. You know, so it's like it's worse to drag it on for sure. You know, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Amazing. I, so I tell my wife every day, I'm like, you have an out clause. Whenever you want to go, I'm like, I want to be here with you. Thank you for like just thank you for spending another day with me. Thank you for just wanting to be with me because I desperately want to be with you. That's how I look at it all the time. What's so, next? No, for you? Just, you just still are you still hitting the clubs with as a comedian? Is how's that work for you and and your wife? I mean, you probably are on the road a bit. I yeah, I'd probably um let's see. I have I have a show I do regularly every Monday, which is a live you know, like actually going there. And then uh on the weekends like I'll travel. She comes with me, not all the time. Like she goes one show a week maximum. Um and then she'll like you know, she'll take the equipment if if need be. Like I'm the one picking up most of the time. When I blew my back out, she actually helped me and like set everything up and she'll like take tickets, but she's not uh, she's very introverted, mm -hmm. so she's not real great at like the mingling aspect. So, like, I can't really have her on the door unless I give her a script, uh, right. which I've never had that experience before. But she <laughs> she's been pretty good. She watched she watched me freak out one night. Um, we did. We both know that I have a fear of heights, but my bigger fear of heights because it, it's ridiculous. I go to Six Flags all the time. I, there's no reason I should have a fear of heights, but I do. She likes to mess with me and take me on the Ferris wheel. Like she'll be like, come on, come on, just come with me. And that's where it strikes the worst is the Ferris wheel. Uh, just because I'm on there for too long and I'm looking down. I'm like, but where I realized I have a new problem is when we're driving through like the Appalachians or any kind of mountain, uh, Catskills is the same thing. And I didn't know this until we were – it was me, her, and another comic that I was working with, uh, also a woman, and we're we're just driving. Through, oh, I'm driving, and I I start to realize I'm I'm having a panic attack, and I'm like, oh my god, this I I forgot that I I can't drive through the mountains. Every time I look at the side of the road, I start freaking out, and I I'm deaf, so I had the the hearing aids in at the time, and I 
full blown because now it's echoing back into me, and I'm just like, she's like, we're not gonna die if you don't kill us because you're driving, and I'm like, and then uh, I forget if it was her or the or the other woman who like just went, why don't you just pull over and you know we'll drive, and she's like, all right. So I pull over and, and they're driving the car for the rest of the way home. And I, I turn to her when we get home because I'm still, I'm having a full-blown panic attack in the back seat. And I'm like, ah, ah, rip out my headphones. And I'm like, I can't take this. What is it? Why? Why am I having all these problems? This is insane. And we get back home and I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. I'm in my, like, I don't mean to be such a misogynist. She's like, what are you talking about? You're a misogynist. And I was like, well, the, you know, I must be a misogynist because it was a woman driving, and I started freaking out. And she goes, "You weren't we, you weren't freaking out because it was a woman driving. You were freaking out because we were driving on a mountain, and you have problems with heights." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that makes way more sense." <laughs> it's like you honestly thought that that's what misogyny was, and I went. Well, yeah, it just means, like, you don't trust women. She goes, you wouldn't trust anybody. It had nothing to do with it being a woman, did it? Like, actually, you make a very good point. It had nothing to do with it being a woman. She goes, you're just, a, she goes, you're so adorably dumb. Like, I, thank you. <laughs> I, I think you're very lucky that you found someone that finds that adoring, adorable. <laughs> Some people wouldn't have the patience for that. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm like I'm lucky. She's uh, she signed over a clause that she can't divorce me, so I think we're okay. <laughs> well, your your comedy special uh, drops uh, March 29th, uh, which probably will be published by the time this airs. It's called Pinball. You can find it on YouTube. Is that right? Yeah, uh, we we put it out for free. We were supposed to put it on. We were supposed to put it on Amazon. That was the original goal, but the producer died. So I was like, eh, you know what? Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one out. We'll have fun with it. And now we, honestly, I just want I, I just want people that want to watch it to just go. Yeah, go ahead. We have a sizzle reel out already, so um, they're probably two by the time this comes out. So that the, those are fun. I've been uh, setting those out and pe- getting good responses to it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody enjoys the the special. I know everybody that came has like been begging me for it because we we did like almost a year to release it. Oh wow. Well, that's great. That's exciting. I'll check it out when it comes out. Thanks so much for being on the show. Dude, thank you for having me on the show. This is fun. If you're interested in learning how to get the absolute most out of your romantic relationships, then you're in luck because I have put together a free workshop or masterclass, if you will, about three secrets that people in happy relationships have discovered. You can view the workshop at mrspirituality.com slash three secrets. Again, it's completely free. Just go there and watch it. It'll help you on your journey, give you some wisdom, some things to think about. The website again is mrspirituality.com slash three secrets. That's mrspirituality.com slash the number three, the word secrets. It's all yours. Enjoy. Enjoy.